This episode of The Chaser Report is sponsored by the IPCC report on the impending climate apocalypse. The good news is that the climate is so bad that worrying about the pandemic now just seems churlish. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 10th of August. Isn't the uncertainty of this lockdown terrible, Charles and Gabby? Just drags on and on and on with no end in sight. Well, there are some certainties. There's the certainty that around 10am or 11am each day, you're going to have a little bit of a cry. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy that. There's also yeah. the certainty that at around 10pm or 11pm each day, mm. you're going to go to the fridge. That's, yeah. uh, that's a certainty. Yes, that's so true, isn't it? But look, people have criticised the government for not being clear about when this is going to end and what's going to happen. And they keep suggesting it might end at the end of August. And we know that's not true. But finally, I'm pleased to say we have certainty through the most important government communication channel. They've actually let us know what's going on at last. Have you missed it? Right. So what, what is it going to be? Is it going to be... Take a guess at how we've achieved this amazing clarity today. Oh, it'll be to do with the mining industry. It is even stupider. What happened was the police minister, David Elliott, had a bit of a chat with Peter Fitzsimons, who published their conversation. And he was so frank that the people thought it was actually a parody. I read it and I couldn't work out if it was supposed to be funny or not. Wait, is this our best friend, David Elliott? David Elliott, lockdown diaries, David Elliott? The very same. <gasps> You've got me. Hook, line and sinker, dumb. I'm in. So what he said was, on current projections with the line of vaccination rates going up and if transmission rates come down over the next fortnight, it looks like they'll meet at a satisfactory level before grand final day on October the 3rd. It's going to end in the beginning of October. It's all about grand final day. It was the caveat, though, if the trend continues with vaccination rates. Because the one thing that we know is that vaccination rates get harder and harder the higher you go. Don't ruin this for me, Charles. Don't ruin (laughs) this for me. Peter Fitzsimons knows. David Elliott knows where this is going to end. The funniest thing about this is that this one moment of clarity that they've never given us at any point in this lockdown, it wasn't even the main point of the article. The main (laughs) point of the article was David Elliott absolutely unloading on Brian Houston from um, Hillsong, who he called an ungrateful twat. Well, he loves unloading. That's David Elliott's thing. It was great. I want David Elliott's diaries back. Well, they've got something even better. He's actually determining policy now. <laughs> he was calling him an ungrateful twat because they gave him five-star hotel quarantine and he just calls him just a suburban preacher. What, Brian Houston? Yes. I mean, I, I have a few more words yeah. for him than, than suburban <laughs> preacher. Say. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I must say, I just love this because it is so refreshing to see a senior government figure actually telling the truth. Mm. I was so excited about yes. how this guy was telling the truth and yeah. just finally laying it on the line. Yes. But then he stopped. Fitzsimons asked him if he wanted to be Premier and he said, no, no, I've got the job that I want no, right now. No one believes that. No one believes that. So I hate David Elliott again, I'm afraid. <laughs> but, I mean, it's also refreshing to see somebody who's been offered a job in politics and mm. knows when to stop. <laughs> Imagine him just being like, actually, no. no I'm, I'm not good. competent enough. Yeah. I'm not good enough. He yet. said that as well. He said, I've seen Gladys and Mike Baird and I've seen how sharp their minds are. I can't do that. I love this guy. We should have him on the podcast. <laughs> Coming up on the show, I'm going to talk about the new IPCC report that came out overnight, uh, talking about the climate apocalypse. Plus, uh, John from our team thinks that there's a problem with our listener survey. I'm... Um, that can't possibly be true. Uh, plus, 
What else have we got on the show? Headlines with Rebecca Dayanamuno. Today is officially the final day of lockdown. Experts are praising the government's radical attempt to make sure everyone is at home on census night by inventing a fake virus and locking everyone down. Once the forms are returned on Wednesday morning, Australians should be free to gather outside again. Sky News has officially deregistered their popular Pornhub account following news of their channel being unbanned from YouTube. A spokesperson from the media organisation said that they no longer needed to upload on Pornhub since YouTube has welcomed them back and agreed to stop censoring videos of massive dicks. Iranian Olympic karate champion Ganj Zadeh becomes one of the world's first unconscious gold medalists, having won his medal after being knocked out. This trend follows the banning of alcohol following the Islamic Revolution in 1979 as a record number of Iranian alcoholics have signed up as Olympic athletes, looking for more creative ways to pass out. That's the latest news you really can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode brought to you by the IPCC report on the impending climate apocalypse. Sure, we've destroyed the planet, but it did make a bunch of dudes unbelievably rich. So, there's that. Now, overnight, uh, the IPCC, which is the International Panel on uh, Climate Change, which is a UN body, released its report, uh, which is the first update that it's had in about five years about the state of the planet. Are we fine? What do you reckon it said? Do you reckon it said everything's heading in the right direction? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, reckon, a, I, reckon it, I reckon it said that the Great Barrier Reef is supposed to be white. <laughs> they talked to Pauline Hanson and she convinced them that um, it was all rubbish. That's what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, actually, it turns out that we're on the path to climate apocalypse and we're definitely all going to die in a fiery inferno. And, uh, and I- along the way, there'll be these massive weather events uh, that destroy all our bush and our air. And it's really, I really like coming on the podcast when Charles has a segment that he wrote. Do you mm. notice that, Dom? Like, I, I love knowing that when I, when I tune in to listen to Charles, I know it's going to be an uplifting, beautiful, heartwarming conversation. That's mm. true. And in fact, I remember the last segment like this, Charles, which means that all mm. this is moot because we'll all be dead already from the Lambda variant of uh, COVID. So. No, I've got some good news because I think actually the IPCC has got it wrong. Oh. What do you mean? The experts who spent they... five years studying exact every last detail of the climate. You reckon off the top of your head that they're wrong, do you? Yes, yes, all these scientists. I mean, what did scientists know? But also I think that they've ignored, because I briefly flicked through the report, and there is not a single mention of the fact that the straws from McDonald's are now made out of cardboard, oh. not made out of plastic. That's an oversight. Right? That's, That's an, an oversight. oversight. They, they haven't taken that into account when they're calculating the of climate course. apocalypse. Of right? And, and oh. not a, a single mention 
of the very widespread prevalence of wooden forks. <laughs> right. So, you know, so your your reasoning for why a study regarding weather events ruining the, mm. the world as we know it comes down to whether or not we're using plastic sporks and plastic straws. Well, no, not just that. Oh, not okay. just that. Sorry. They didn't mention at all the fact that I never ask for napkins oh. when when they get when they, I get takeaway. Oh, well, well done. Never. Craig Rucastle, step out of the way. We've yep. got a new uh, wildlife warrior over yeah, here. Yeah, no, when the Uber driver delivers to Charles's house um, and uses all that carbon to drive there, you never have the extra uh, cutlery, do you? No, but Dom, Dom, nowadays a lot of the Uber drivers, they aren't driving cars, they're driving those little bicycles. Again, another... Thing that and, the and IPCC just frankly has not taken into account. And the fact that they're saving so much money on underpaying all of those Uber drivers is putting more money mm. into the hands of climate activists. Yeah, Charles, exactly. Uber drivers can't uh, emit much carbon because they can't afford anything because they're so underpaid. It's perfect. Charles, have the IPCC taken into account the way people like to put at the bottom of their emails, please consider the environment before printing this email? I mean, admittedly, that in some cases makes it take a second sheet of paper just to get that one line out. But a lot of the time, that's got to be having an impact, doesn't it? Oh, I think you're right. I think there's all these areas that the IPCC, with their highfalutin, you know, oh, this many coal mines, this many gas plants, burning, burning, burning. They've forgotten the details. What about Earth Hour? Yes, I mean, Earth my, Hour. My sense was always that if, if things were starting to get serious with the climate, we'd just have a second Earth Hour at some other point during the year, and we'd sort it all out. I Actually, this is no word of a lie. I genuinely believe once the Earth gets to the point of only half apocalypse, where, like, you know, there's going to be a curfew on everybody, can't go out past a certain date, the, mm. the government in action at that time are going to rephrase it like, Earth night. And, like, everyone's just going to grow up thinking, oh, we do it because we want to, not because we have to, to live. Um, and I, I, I'm calling that now. It is 2021, the 9th of August. Mm. Uh, and in 60 years, if yes. you find me, if I haven't already euthanized myself, I want to be proven correct. Yes, it'll be every um, night is Earth night. Yeah. Finally, as, as you say... Um, they do actually mention the Great Barrier Reef in their report. Do they? Approvingly. Yes, beautiful yes. colours from white to white. But they didn't take into account the fact that it actually isn't dying oh. because that decision got overturned. Ha! Oh, so it's not dying because a person said that it's not. Yeah, because Australia lobbied and they voted that it wasn't dying after all. Oh, yeah. well, that's nice. Yes. And that's as nice soon as, to hear, isn't it? I mean, I, I think the Environment Minister in, the next, in another week or two is just going up there to to brief the coral polyps on that yes. decision and then they'll stop dying en masse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a great moment. Yeah, we've all had a vote. Sorry, you're not dead. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the IPCC report on the impending climate apocalypse. Sure, the environment is bad and catastrophic weather events are going to become a regular part of life, but it does make terrific television. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Okay, so in this conversation, we have Charles, we have Gabby, and we have John, who's a writer for The Chaser, and we have my daughter, who's performing the song Let It Go from Frozen in the background. So this conversation brought to you by Lockdown. Uh, we're all in different places, of course. John, you have a concern. Uh, yeah. So, Charles, there's been a listener survey. Do you know much about what, how this has gone up? Yeah, yeah. I put that out um, beginning of last week, uh, and it's because, you know, we've got this new podcast going, and we want to... We wanna, Find out who's listening to it, who could potentially listen to it and sort of know their age and their demographic and that sort of stuff so that we can tell advertisers, here, this is a really great place to advertise. So if you do want to do the survey, uh, you should check it out. It's available at the Chaser website and it's a little Google form um, and you can win a $50 gift card uh, if you do fill it out. Hang on, is that a $50 gift card for our web store? Because if so, (laughs) maybe not so helpful. No, it's a proper gift card. It's like a Visa gift card. Cool, I just wanted to double check if Charles knew about it because I wanted to see if he would take responsibility for it. Yeah, yeah. What's happened? What's he done? Why, what? Why, what? Before I... Well, I'm not going to like just be mean about it, but... No, um, do it. Well, just first, Dom and Gabby, if you were to do like, a short, quick survey to see what kind of demographic, how many questions would you ballpark a quiz being? Oh, like, I don't know, five? five six, seven, maybe, tops. Yeah. Got about 40. 40? Are you joking? <laughs> no, I, I went through and counted every question. There's 40 questions. I, uh, Charles, well, no one's going to do this survey. I, look, we, well, no, no, but once you've got them, you want to know everything about them. What's the, what's the point of asking them five questions? You hardly scratch the surface. But isn't it more likely that people will see the endless list of questions and go, yeah, I can do without 50 bucks? At that, you're working at a rate of 1.01 cents a question. John, Sorry, that was bad math. John, a dollar a question. John, I do admire that you um, found out a way of making it even more work by going back and counting the questions. But anyway, right, so that, that's 40 an issue. I didn't quite realise, because Acast, <laughs> who are our podcast network, they, they gave us the template, and then it, I was supposed to edit it, but I, I looked at it briefly, and I sort of went, oh, yeah, that'll... Oh, so it's, so it's Acast's fault. It's, it's not really my responsibility. Right. Like, you know, I, I mean, I did go through it, but... Um, yeah. Just a check. So you're on the editing job and you're an editor at The Chaser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Managing editor, and I believe, is the term Charles prefers these days. And you didn't read through it? <laughs> what do you mean? I did read through it. I did. I totally read through it. Um, Charles, how many times do you think the name of the podcast is mentioned in the quiz? Uh-oh. Because the answer is zero. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, but it sort of says our podcast. Like, that yeah, could be anybody's podcast. It's like you blanked on the name of the podcast and just... It's in the name, Charles. Look, I think it's colloquial. It's like, you know, we oh. all know what we're talking about. We do. But somebody <laughs> who stumbles across this bloody 40-question personality but, quiz well, isn't going to The census has more questions. I but think. on the bright side, they may think they've stumbled onto the Hamish and Andy survey. We might get more desirable people filling it out. Well, how about we go through some of the questions and we can see like how well yeah. the questions go. How, so the yeah. first question is quite good. Like, what yeah. is your gender? Male, female, non-binary, or prefer not to say. Mm. There was a Thank bit of a hiccup on the second question, being how old are you? Yeah. What's, what's, because what's the your... original age range went up oh, and yeah. was 18 to 24, yeah. 25 to 29, yeah. 35 to 39, <laughs> and then going up in increments of five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, actually, it, it's interesting because somebody did pick that up. Like, actually, people started complaining, oh, my age is not there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's really odd. And then I noticed, oh, yeah, actually, like, 
it was at 30 to 35 was not included. So, so, but I included that. I, I actually went back and changed the form. It was after f- f- 450 people had answered the <laughs> survey that I'd done that. Hey, hang on a Are you saying 450 people have filled out this survey despite it having 40 yeah, questions? People, see, people, our listenership is engaged. We have, we have people who love us. I don't know if that's true. Maybe there aren't enough questions. Charles, did you edit it this morning? Uh... Because uh. <laughs> the next question is different to what it looked like last night. Oh, go on, expose it though, John. Oh no! And it's also not been fully fixed yet. Did oh really? Oh, no. Did Charles tried to do a bad job. Did Charles well, try and fix it? So the next question is, where do you live? Which also had complaints immediately when the tweet went out. Because oh. it splits up all the states into metro oh, regional yeah. areas. And then it yeah. said other. Oh yeah, my well, god! So it missed Northern Territory and ACT. Does it? Did we include Tasmania? Because that's the other one that that wasn't included initially. You've hit on some of the more forgettable places, to be fair. But um, am I just getting the sense that so we scheduled yesterday to have a conversation where John gave his feedback about the form? Did you yeah, go well, and fix it before <laughs> the conversation? No, well, because I had a conversation with him about this conversation uh, yesterday, oh like God. just just preparing what it would be, and he mentioned <laughs> some of the things, and I thought, oh, that, that is actually <laughs> to fix that up. Because, yeah. So word to the listener, Charles isn't ever putting on this uh, facade of bumbling idiot. He actually just is one. Also, also as a writer, I want to point out now to all the tweets that say, that say whenever there's a spelling mistake, a grammatical mistake, that we need to stop letting interns edit. That's not what causes those problems. (laughs) Judging by Charles' wonderful but um, amazingly error-filled article on the shot uh, earlier this week. (laughs) We do need a proofreader. I've got several people to proofread that. Who are the people you're getting to proofread? Oh, they're not very good well, at proofreading. I don't know. They all went to public <laughs> schools. That's the problem. We've had we've had eleven hundred and ninety two responses to this survey. Wow! And and what? look, and hardly what? any of them live in ACT anyway. In fact, none. None well, of them live in ACT until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what useful information have we gleaned from this survey so far? Um, well, I thought we could skip to some of the questions that actually seem like they're trying to find out about our listeners, so we're not going through all 40 questions. There's a lot. There's, most of the questions are how, like, to what extent do you agree or disagree? Some are pretty normal, like, um, do you like celebrity endorsements? Uh, do you like it when brands ask about sales, etc.? Which makes sense when you're looking for advertising information. There are some that are a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like there's a question asking if the, do the benefits of receiving ads outweigh the fears I might have of being tracked online by big organisations? What? I like the idea that, that these two negatives can't cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love it. It's just sort of utilitarian approach to. Do, do they um? Did we survey listeners about how many minutes they enjoy of the podcast being devoted to meetings that probably could have been handled internally? <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, when a, when an intern comes on this show, it's actually not to be on the show. It's just to discuss a HR <laughs> issue that they weren't to able to discuss FaceTime. before. That's right. It's our only way to get, to get Charles to listen to us. All right. <laughs> well, what, what what would you have preferred, John? Would you have preferred some sort of like, uh, like um, you know, writer's mini essay about the you know perils of ad tracking? You know, discuss. You know, is that what you wanted in this survey? I don't think it's going to be very useful to advertisers. We want, we want to be able to make it, you know our listeners say, "Oh no, we don't care about advertising tracking. We love it." 
But that's what we want, isn't it? Put your business hat on. You want to track our fans? <laughs> we don't. We don't track our fans. We're not competent enough. <laughs> Bit of a but, weird thing to ask them, well, isn't no, it? Well, no, no. But it would be like you know, in the future, if we what need to need to dox some people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Reviews are looking pretty grim. Maybe I'll just uh, send letters out to these people's personal addresses and ask how their children are doing. Can we just appoint John, executive director of um, listeners of listener surveys? Yeah, and just that's right. Yeah, you can have the job. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can be executive director. Is there a pay rise? No way. There's a pay cut. I'm I'm actually. (laughs) I'm not paying myself anything at the moment. The company's going broke. It's a total disaster. That's why we need this fucking survey. Well, maybe that's why the survey should be good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There is one question that kind of makes sense for us to ask based on um, the the common look of most of our um, guests and hosts. One question. Do do you support diversity? Oh. Oh, I support diversity. Strongly agree to strongly disagree scale. Yeah, right. What's going to happen if everyone says strongly disagree, Charles? What happens? Well, we'll, we'll um, stop having yeah. Dom on. <laughs> Look, can I tell you, 26%, 26 people out of 1,000 or 1,200 surveyed strongly disagree with I support diversity and 37 say they disagree with I support diversity. Great. And only half of them agree. Only have them strongly agree. I'm concerned for the strongly agree yeah, people. This is, yeah, right. Okay, you just want a little bit of diversity. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've just also realised that the there's no link to this survey on the Chaser website. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. Um, I'll put that up there. So by the time this rave goes to air, there will be a. a Link on the website. Go and do the survey. We thought this would be a good thing to include because we felt that it might be a call to action, people to do the uh-huh. survey. Um, I now understand that this is neither a call to action and nor do we need it to be because thousands of people have filled it out already. This is a weird company. Mm. Okay, well, go away. Just, uh, right. go, everyone go back to work. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not going to survey what we do. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Bunning Sydney stores are still open for business, even through lockdown. 
At Bunnings, you'll be exposed to great deals on our range of essential items. Like novelty oversized blow-up pool toys. You can't possibly go for a few weeks without them. Or try our range of essential luxury lawn chairs. You'll love super spreading out on one of these bad boys. And while you're here, why not casually browse our collection of internet hardware? We've a huge range of hotspots and transmitters to choose from. If you find a shop with a higher infection rate, we'll beat it by 10%. So before we go, I just want to tell you about my weekend. Righto. Yeah, let's make this longer for that reason. Great, go ahead. I don't know whether you remember, but a few weeks ago, I was talking about how the one advantage of lockdown is that I've come up with a really good game with my kids. Oh, yeah. Which is, we go down to, there's this half pipe at the skate park. Oh, yeah. And we play what we call 3D Pong, where we have the ball, and the whole thing of the game is to actually get the ball out, because it's so much fun to then slide down to go and get the ball. And it's this whole elaborate game, do it all the time. Yeah. Anyway, Friday afternoon, last Friday... It's sort of, you know, literally looking forward to just, you know, stopping work, taking the kids down, play some Pong. You know, this is the one thing that makes lockdown bearable. Right. And we get down there and there is a bulldozer, I shit you not, a bulldozer bulldozing the half pipe. They have destroyed the half pipe. They found out about your game. They said, not on our watch. (laughs) It's literally the first physical game that that I've got into with my kids in their 12 years of being on this planet. You know, where it's just like we all enjoy it. The the, the whole family goes, yes, 3D Pong. It's the only thing giving you a sane in lockdown. And they've destroyed it. What possible reason can they have for getting rid of a popular halfpipe? I think they listen to this podcast. I'm feeling a little (laughs) bit paranoid. I think they listen to the podcast and they're targeting me. Charles, I don't think you have to be paranoid about them listening to the podcast and then removing the halfpipe for that reason. For instance, we did a whole segment about my loud neighbour and the music's still going on. I don't think anyone's listening to the podcast, Charles. <laughs> no, he, he does listen to the podcast, but he can't hear it over the music. Oh. Well, Charles, if they are listening to you, all you need to do is explain how much you hate bulldozers oh, um, yes. and, and how you want them to destroy the... Well, there's a new skate park down the road yes. from the half pipe. Just tell them to go and destroy that and they'll do the opposite. No, it's destroyyed. Our dreams are destroyed. It doesn't matter. It does, Nothing matters anymore because <laughs> we're all going to die in a climate apocalypse anyway. So, Charles. Who cares? When you do die in a climate apocalypse, do you want us to scatter your ashes on a half pipe if we can find one? Because then they'll slide down. It'll be really fun. Oh, no, wait. No, I've got it. We put your ashes in a ball. Yes. And then we bring it back. And then you lose the ball, which was the the point of the game. Yeah, lose the ball in the half pipe. Charles rests forevermore. Okay. Can we leave this (laughs) podcast now? That's how we end it. Can we go? I must say, though, Charles, congratulations on finding a new level of bleak. I can't wait to find out what the reviews say. If you want to leave one, go to Apple Podcasts. We appreciate five stars, but haven't been any stars, you think. Just mention Charles's new levels of bleakness. Or a new set of rules for what's the game called? Pong. Pong. 3D Pong. (laughs) Well, your body will start to pong in that tennis ball, I guarantee it. (laughs) Our gear is from Rode Microphones, and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you next episode, where Charles will find a new way to milk more misery from the existence that we all share. See ya. Bye.